Real vibes, real shit, real stories. Come get a bite at the Lunch Me Podcast. She on the block, she want respect, she want the cash, gold on the neck, Louis V purse, Gucci the flex, call her Aquafina, she be so wet, I been chasing money since a legit, I just need a hang shirt for the fit, franchise with the white tee like Jermaine Dupree and LaValle in this bitch. Welcome back to Lunch Me Podcast and today we have a special, special guest, he's one of the top artists coming out of Charleston but now he lives in Atlanta yes, sir. and he's big in his music, so I did check you out on Instagram, hey your videos. Off the chain. Appreciate it. That the baby freestyle. Right. <laughs> fucking kill that shit. It's out the chain, bruh. So, you know, let the world know who you are. Introduce yourself. Okay. Um, I go by Marco 30, man. I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Um, so I was raised up in Goose Creek by my grandma. Um, the reason why I'm in Atlanta is to pursue this music, man. It's mm-hmm. crazy because yeah. um I moved around a lot as a kid, you know, raised by my mom and everything. And um Pretty much a, a life-changing event happened where I was in a car accident. Oh, wow. Lost my mom, brother, sister, and cousin. All at the same time in Atlanta. And I think, like, we was living in Ohio, and she was actually looking to make a move here, too, um, during that time. This is August 3rd, 2000. Wow. And um, she was big on entrepreneurship. She um, had her own clothing store, but she used to get, sell, like, FUBU and everything back yeah. then. Um, also do like a lot of like gift baskets for like Easter eggs. Oh, wow, and, wow. Like baby shower. So business was booming so much. She's like, I think she was about to pursue that. Yeah. And then for that to happen, everything changed. Um, me and my older sister were raised by my grandma. And then my younger brother, his dad took custody of him. So that's how we ended back up in South yeah. Carolina. <laughs> stuff like that yeah. went crazy. Um, recently came down from Cincinnati, Ohio. So okay. I went to school at UC. Um, you know, working and stuff there, and I'm like, man, I gotta get to the A, man. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This is gonna be the move. So, just happy to be down here, man. Officially, well, Sunday, been in a week. You yeah, know what yeah, a week. Hey, brand, yeah. brand new. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I've been in about like, right. two weeks too. So, officially, so it's I crazy. feel you. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of networking. Um, crazy seeing so many black people here, bro. They Winning. all doing their thing. Yeah. yeah, with the jobs, you know, and stuff. So. Yeah, I'm just looking to see what's next for sure. Okay, mm-hmm. bet. So I appreciate you your intro and a lot of people appreciate that too as well. So it's my listeners. So yeah. that's a great intro, man. And so we're gonna start off like this. So how was your life growing up? I know you explained a little bit about mm-hmm. your mom would not in and such, but other than that, like what was the experiences that you put in your music that you grew up with? Um, man, really I try to like just dig deep on personal situations, man. It was tough almost losing your whole family you know that that's, young yeah that's and, hard like, i can't imagine that you know? and um like in the accident i had to learn how to walk again and everything it was like that bad we crashed with a um 18 wheeler and everything and so um that's when i actually started to learn how to freestyle and stuff just like i was sitting in the wheelchair and stuff yeah. And just used to be so bored because we was out in the country, out in Cross at the time. Oh, man. Yeah. And I mean, the I Berkeley like, County yeah. boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You can relate, bro. So, like, sitting in Cross and everything, like, it's a lot of family and stuff there, but it wasn't nothing to do. And so, I wasn't allowed to go to school. I was homeschooled for a minute and everything, in and out of surgeries. And, man, I just used to learn how to rap, like, never wrote until i turned 18 wow. and started writing tracks and recording because they were like man write that stuff down you know what i'm saying you're saying yeah, so yeah. much hard stuff and you it's let it go to waste yeah but um pretty much man it was just 
me and my grandma holding it down for real and um you know that's when we moved out to goose creek probably around eight nine years yeah. old and stuff like that and um i can't really complain for the most part i didn't really have to like need you know just of course you had some situations where here and there life mm -hmm. happens or um you don't necessarily have all the things you want but man i just look at the bigger picture you know what i'm yeah. saying I'm, I'm able to to function i think with that happening in my life so early like stuff i hear people complain about i'll be like man that's small it's, it's small bro it's small man you know so yeah, yeah man it, it keeps me going man so um i feel like the music definitely is gonna be um able to connect to people in different ways because you know i i try to build my lane as i don't like just like mumbling or something on the beat but then i do like to turn up too but i do like some songs that have a message so yeah. i do try to create my own lane just in the sense of i don't want to be put in a box yeah so um yeah that's what i'm looking forward to in the game bro oh wow mm -hmm. man that's that's deep yeah <laughs> okay so like, how was it living in your grandma's house like just you and your grandma was your so your your brother was already yeah, young, right? Mm -hmm. And then my older sister, um, she was out by like fifteen, sixteen. Um, her family stayed in Charleston. Her dad's side stayed in okay. Charleston too. So it just ended up me and my me me and my grandma. And um, it was tough, man. My, <laughs> it was tough. my grandma um always had me like doing some type of work. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff I can appreciate today. Right, the yard at that shit. time. Yeah, man, I was always doing yard work or something. I'm like. Everybody else playing at the park or something like that or doing whatever they do. And I'll just, man, I used to go through it. Like, honestly, bro, it was um to a point to where, like, I kind of became, like, antisocial yeah. in the house. Because, like, man, everything my grandma used to say would be a no, no. Like, yeah, yeah. nonstop. And so, I, you know, being the old school generation and stuff like that, I feel like that's where me and my mom may have connected a little bit more. But... It's, it's a big difference, you know, just in SARS, um, generational gaps and stuff like that. But um, it, it was crazy, man. Like, my grandma felt like I was going to go off to school yeah. and never come back. Because, bro, I used to not talk, <laughs> bro. It's crazy. But everybody else, they see me as social and yeah. stuff like that. But I think, man, it was a thing of where you kept hearing no so much, you just didn't you even bother. Didn't them. Yeah. Didn't even ask no more. Mm -mm. No, man. See, my grandma won't see, man. She like for us growing up, so I played little league football growing okay. up too. Was the only way I can play little league football go on Saturday games. No, you need to clean the bathroom, clean the the, the refrigerator, sweep the floor, mop yeah. dust under the under the table and the mm -hmm. cabinet. My 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 my, my uh, game start about three hours. It's me, just me by myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my homeboys they'll come to the house. Hey man, can Ron come outside? Right. Y'all help him clean. Bro, my hey, y'all help me clean here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all help me clean. Yeah, I gotta man. come out, bro. It used to be hard trying to find a ride from football practice or oh, whatever yeah, yeah. like that. Like, man, it, it was just a lot, bro. Um, I mean, it's I mean, like, dog, I just had to be thankful that we had a roof, you know what I mean, yeah. over our head, bro. Um, we done been in situations where like money get real tight and stuff like that, but um. I don't know, man. Overall, God is good. That's yeah. all I can say That's for real. You know what I'm saying? Because it could have been a lot worse to where way my life started. I could have ended up in a foster home. But you know what yeah. I'm saying? Whatever. So, bro, I just, I don't look to complain about much, man. I try to just, you know, set my own path, build my own road, and, and do what I got to do. And I, I want to put 
a lot of people in positions to win too, because you know, coming where we from, you got it. Crab in a barrel. Oh, Trump, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the only you thing. So that's to keep a small knit circle. Yeah, that's my circle in Charleston. Just four, just three people I really fuck with. Mm. That just we just elevate each other. Right. That's it. Yeah, and Charleston got so much talent, bro. It's so much talent. I talked to Chris Kalen. I'm not sure you know yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, I talked to her. She's doing her thing, too. Yep, and yeah. I like what she's doing with that. That uh, It's called Mega something like the ENT. Mm-hmm. With different artists around mm-hmm. uh, South Carolina coming together. Like, I like it. Charleston and Columbia working yep. together for real. So She's building I, that bridge. Yeah. Yep. So I tried to text her like, hey, you know, what's she eat? Blah, 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 right, all that. Right. So that's cool, bro. <laughs> that's dope. All right, so... So why you started making music in the first place? I know you say you started, you started, mm-hmm. you know, freestyling first when we was, you know. Man, I was like always the young dude hanging around, like oh, yeah, the old group, yeah. man. Like I'd be like thirteen, hanging around dudes about like eighteen and stuff like that. Yeah. Man, I just to be chilling, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't yeah. one of them little aggravating little kids or nothing like that. And so um, I used to freestyle just to make them laugh, you know what I'm saying? And Next thing you know, I started getting a little older, starting to get more substance, vocab started expanding yeah. and stuff like that. Like, dang, bro, I can do this for real. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I put some stuff together. And man, honestly, after that, like, it was my go-to and everything. I didn't know if I ever wanted to pursue it for real or what, but I knew what it could do. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, I just appreciate all my homeboys telling me, bro, learn how to write because that stuff can translate even if you don't, like, or if you're not the front image of it, bro, ghost riders get paid. You know what I mean? Like that's true. Yeah, you know what I mean. So a little R&B song exactly. and try to sell it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's all you need. That's all you yeah, need, that's bro. Crazy. So once I felt like, um, man, I always felt like I wanted to to work for myself in the long run, bro. I never felt like I could see myself doing a job forty plus years, mm-hmm. retiring. None, nah, bro. Like I, I like doing what I want to do. And so um, I feel like music was my outlet first, you know what I mean? And so um, to be able to grow in that and it's, a, it's you know what I mean, rap is yeah. the top market right now. It is. You know what I mean? It it's be like rock and roll and stuff like that, but where the rap game is, is on top right now. And it's honestly probably the, the most lucrative business to be in it right is. now, you know what I mean? So um, then um, shout out to, you know, my aunt, she's... Um, uh radio personality in columbus ohio now okay. she, she was at z93 um hot 98.9 back in the day all this I stuff probably, yeah probably connect yeah with devon her. martino that's her name i heard that name yeah before. okay and so um man she um you know used to do music and stuff like that and she used to critique me and like give it to me for you know what i mean like, on yeah, point yeah, like yeah, yo yeah get your shit you yeah. got it yeah bro because so, <laughs> yeah. like when i was learning how to write it used to sound like I was reading rather than like flowing. That's why my, I felt like my freestyles was so be- much better because it was naturally flowing out. Yeah. Like I'm feeling the beat, you know what I'm saying? But then you writing and now you on the beat. People don't even understand that process can be right. tough. Right. You know you know, like, yeah. Are you writing, are you listening to the beat or are you mm-hmm. writing first then try to create a beat to match it? I always usually like listen to the beat first okay. and then try to get a concept out of it. So like I'll be on YouTube all day just looking up beats and everything just letting it play letting it play within like the first five to eight seconds i already know if i like the beat or not Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like especially for whatever message i'm trying to get across on it um but yeah bro it's it's crazy because 
like growing up in the era where you like where you're young enough, like Jay-Z and all them were the top artists yeah. and Wayne and everybody who was more on the lyrical side to now is like the producers. So we yeah. right in that middle to where like on my end, I still have to appreciate the lyrical concept of music, but then I know this is where the market is right now. Yeah, but you know, that beat not hitting. Or if you ain't got a club hit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because you know, you can't come out like low main, like don't like don't forget the late text. Right. Before you get the late right. text. Right, right, <laughs> right, bro. The, yeah, the wordplay. That, that wordplay. Word yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and that was like my my main thing, you know, like early high school, middle school was bro, them, them similes and metaphors yeah. type joint, bro. Like my things had to be cold to now. Bro, you barely gotta open your mouth on the beat for real. Just hot. Yeah. <laughs> that energy, people feel the energy. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like, yeah. That's it, So yeah, um, I think that's where I'm I'm still like growing in right now is um not putting myself in a certain lane because I don't wanna make party tracks all day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanna make some stuff with some substance that people can relate to too. So That's true. Yeah. Okay. Is, I, so you did. So I seen the uh, the video. It's like the crowd control video, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was like I say this something about candy, something. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like kid in the candy store. Yeah. I just gotta get more. I yeah. gotta get more. Yeah. I, then, I seen that. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I gotta get that crowd control. <laughs> I was like, I was trying, I was trying right. to right because because bro, yeah. the thing was it was a showcase and everything, and I'm like, bro. A showcase, like if oh, I gotta think, if I'm in the crowd, I'm not gonna know any of these dudes. I ain't gonna know That's none true. of these songs. You just stand there. You just standing there, Man, and then yeah. halfway through the song, you might feel it, but then it's too late. You might you know walk what I mean? away. Yeah, and it's kind of like, I'll be hurtful right. as a performer, right? So yeah, matter of fact, what's your, what's your thoughts of, of that? Mm-hmm. Like when you get on stage, no one knows you, right? And like you just said. You, someone saying this, so you sing your new song or a song no one heard, and you got a crowd just standing there. Just mm-hmm. what thoughts goes through? Bro, my thing is, I <laughs> it's crazy because you almost got to kind of talk shit to the crowd in the sense of, bro, y'all paid to come out here and mm-hmm. see this. Y'all drove, you know what I'm saying? Y'all yeah. took y'all time to come out here. Why y'all gonna stand back? You know what I'm saying? Get into this yeah. and all this stuff like that. So my thing was, bro, it's like. I'm going to talk to y'all direct, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And then I'm going to teach you the track. So then when the hook come, it's like, you know, dang, you already, you know what I'm saying? Now it's, now it's fine. Know, <laughs> yeah, now you're looking it up down, bro. Like, and it, it's crazy because at that show, you um watched, bro. I probably had, like, and the crowd was small, easily. Mm-hmm. Probably only, like, 40 people there or whatever. And, like, at least half that crowd came up to me after, adding me on IG, whatever, like yeah. that. So it's like, bro, that's how you build a fan base, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at the baby, he kept calling himself, I'm the greatest rapper, you know what I mean? From Whatever, the beginning. Like, from the beginning. He don't even got to say it no more. Yeah. He don't even do it, you know what I mean? And I feel like, bro, that's a, that's a, not just a marketing technique, but it's, it's, it's a strategy in the sense of, why does this dude keep calling himself that, yeah. you know what I mean? Even if you don't agree, you still gonna play it, cause yeah. it's like, who is this dude calling us up? Yeah, right. yeah. Why, you know what I mean? We see you listen to a song. Right. We see this shit really is good. Exactly. You finally realize, oh, the shit good. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like Muhammad Ali. You know what I mean? All these boxers, like, they going to keep calling themselves the greatest. Yeah. Because it's like, 
even if they lose the match. It's like, bro, my I'm so charismatic. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I might be arrogant. I might be confident, whatever. But in my mind, I am the greatest. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Show me a man who can defeat me. And I feel like that's how the music game is, bro. It's a competition. You know what I mean? At the same time, um, that's why, bro, honestly, I like features, but I'm not the biggest fan of features yeah. at the end of the day, too. I'd rather be featured on somebody else's track than invite them on mine because I already know in my mind what I want to do with it. Exactly. And so somebody might not come in with the same the energy. Same or, yeah, bro. It's like you got matches. <laughs> and that's why, like, if I'm featured on a track and I see what you're doing, it's competitive to me now. So now I'm writing my hardest verses or whatever exactly. like that. One time, bro, I had a dude drop um, 300. 300 for for a verse for me or whatever like that and i was so damn busy bro like i didn't even write it and we met at the studio and i wrote it in the car yeah on the way there and i had at least a minute plus on the track and like i'm just freestyling my head bro and then when i went to the mic i spit it like flawlessly the first time wow and he was like damn i'm like bro you don't even realize i just did that five minutes on the ride here you know what i mean or whatever like that but um i think that's when you start to realize you're perfecting your craft exactly it's like it's coming together so now i'm getting to the point where my freestyles are becoming my written work to one point my freestyles were more natural and my written might have had more um substance to it okay. it's like it's meshing together now to where i can hear b and I'll freestyle maybe two lines, but all right, let me drop that one down. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So I kind of got a little um, pattern on how I um, make music now. Yeah. Damn. Mm -hmm. That's dope. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what is your lane? Mm -hmm. What What would you name your name your own lane? And how How would you do, like describe it? Like you say, you know, you mm -hmm. you'll freestyle it, but then you'll make that create that substance, put it together. Right. So that's a genius move. That's yeah. that's not hard. I I can't rap for shit. I can yeah. do, I can do freestyle poetry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, girl, you know, blah blah. blah you right. know what I'm saying? Because it's natural to <laughs> it's you. Natural to you know me. what I'm saying? And I yeah. think, bro, my thing is when when you spit from the heart, people feel it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ain't ain't nobody out here. Like, I feel like a lot of bullshit rappers get on nowadays or whatever like that. But, like, bro, the mode, like, people know your energy even through audio. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, a lot of people are, like, you know what I'm saying, bumping Young Boy or Rod Wave or whoever. Um, like, young, young NBA. Yeah. Bro. And it's like, but you feel it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Game, blah, blah. Yeah, you feel it. You feel it. Yeah. Like, growing up, bro, like, we listen to Boosie Heavy and all this shit like that. So good shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bro. And it's just like, you felt everything they say, and um, that's why, like, bro, um, I really, I'm a fan of J. Cole, too, because yeah. I think, bro, the way that he can tell a story so vivid without a music video is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, he'll, he'll break it down or whatever like that, and then you be like, damn, bro, I don't even need to see a video because of how you... That's said it so well, almost like storytelling. Storytelling right? was like you know, mm -hmm. I remember when, when Wet Dreams came out. He's like, oh, everybody can relate. Everybody can relate. Everybody can relate. I don't yep. care who you are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, bro, with me, like, I done, I done had every aspect of life. You know what I mean? From from street shit to school shit to home to relationship, every every aspect, bro, to yep. losses and all this stuff like that, like. Bro, it was one point in my life, my grandma was like, 
you losing a friend every month. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, bro, I was losing people, bro. Like, um, and so, man, I think when you can express that into your music or whatever, however you do it, is 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 definitely gonna connect, and that's how you build a fan base. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people. I think they they may kind of uh, like um, underestimate what they may say on the track or how they come out first because that's my thing, bro. I don't never like I feel like a, of course a club track mm-hmm. will give me my fat, fastest launch exposure, right? Yeah, boom. You know what I'm saying? Take off from there. But now everybody's expecting club, club, club. No, you know what I mean. That's what like uh, remember Jordan you met that night, mm-hmm. the last can do. Yep. He had the song Act Up. Okay. It's a club hit in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but he said, "Man, I don't want, I don't want to just be known as act up rapper. Right. I just want I want to embrace the the emotion side, the challenges mm-hmm. side, sometime in the different venues they got they right. offer. So I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Because um, I think that's how you last the longest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, look at Jay Z. You know, we, Bro, he almost 50 years old. And I think he's 55. He ain't 55 yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. still relevant, brother. You know what I mean? And and that's that's a genius concept because, one, he don't got to rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when you invest in your money right and playing the game right, you set. But it's a thing of where, like, even when, you know what I'm saying, he had, I got the keys with Future. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, a lot of those rappers from technically Jay Z started in the eighties, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like Prime probably was the nineties, early two thousands and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like to be able to be versatile and be able to adjust to the new culture and the waves and stuff like that, but not losing who you are. Cause if Jay Z came on the track and was mumbling some shit, we'd be like, yo, <laughs> what the, the fuck? Ain't no <laughs> But then you got a lot of people who try to ride that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you perfect your craft and you know who you are first, that's how you make your best music. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's mm-hmm. like uh, I, I talked to somebody about uh, like this. I think Feature. Remember when um, Designer came out with that song with right. Kanye? Mm-hmm. Feature switched up his whole flow. Yep. His flow was copied. He said, yeah. "Fuck, it, I gotta change up now." Yeah. And when up. I heard yep. that, um, what was it, Panda? Panda, yep. I saw his future. I, I, me too! Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn. But I was like, how long is this going to last? I exactly. knew off the bat. You know what I mean? Like, But yeah. Um, and, and not to say that he wasn't being himself on that track, but it's like it. This that lane's already created. Yep. You know what I mean? That, that sounds like future. So if I want future, I'm going to listen to future. You yep. know what I mean? So... Come out with your with your own shit, or just be natural. If you do sound like somebody else that's from your area, cause you got to think, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm from Charleston and everything, but I don't talk Geechee. Yeah. So it's like I'm not gonna fake like I am to please everybody else who may listen Charleston, to my yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, I'm a rap power rap. Yeah, yeah. You come out like VT or something. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I did a trap with VT, bro. Yeah, yeah. VT got that man. That spaceship. Don't you hear the bass, bitch? <laughs> what? Bro, that shit. Yeah, that's shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, sure. basically, so basically, who are you, man? Um, bro, it's crazy because like some people know me as Marco two times because that's how I started mm-hmm. rap name with. Then I dropped Mark. I mean, the two times part. And it was just Marco, 
because um, I wanted it to just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like that two times thing was getting played out and yeah. all that stuff like that. And I didn't do music for a few years by then. So it was like, man, I'm just coming out as me yeah. and all stuff like that. But then with like searching, you know what I mean? Like Apple Music, all this, so many Marcos would pop up. So then it became Marco 30 because that's the age my mom died mm. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And so, um, like, I always carry my mom with me, like, everywhere, yeah. just mentally and shit like that. Because my mom, bro, my mom, she ain't play no games. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, my mom, she been through some shit. And then, like, just, I feel like when I was young, 30 used to seem so old, but she died as a baby in some yeah, people's lives. Young, you know what I'm saying? Young, yeah. 30 years old. And I felt like she was really going to get on her star with life. And, bro, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, That's even crazy. right here, I got the Atlanta A tatted on me because August 3rd, you know what I mean? That's the date. And this, my whole sleeve is all about her. Like, um, let me show you this. Right. Right? So, like, I got a picture of her up top and everything. And this is a um, quote about forgiveness because she came to me in a dream um, and pretty much told me, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have people who. Um, your family, your friends, they gonna backstab you, betray you, whatever like that, but always just learn to forgive and everything. Mm -hmm. So, man, I got that tatted on me the what next says, day. What it say right there? Um, so I got the Bible verse. Bruh, I can't even read it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have that joint memorized, but um give my pretty much if you forgive men and their sins. Yeah. Then you forgive your heavenly father, but when you um, also, but when you don't learn to forgive, then uh, pretty much the heavenly father won't forgive your sins. So, you know what I'm saying? Almost like doing to others in a sense. Okay. Um, and then, um, That's like, yeah, this yeah. is all my enemies right here. And then, like, her favorite um, animal was cheetah. Okay. So I got cheetah print under there, and her name Rhonda, 1969 on there. She was born in the Bronx, New York. So I got the Statue of Liberty right there. And then I got South Carolina where she was raised. Palm Street. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Fact, yeah, yeah, right. Hey, right. Yep. Gotta have Gotta it. Have it. Gotta have it. Gotta yeah. have it, bro. So that's, yeah. that's dope, right? Yeah, man. So Damn. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's, it's a thing where, like, me, bro, I'm, I feel like I'm a motivator. I can be a mentor in some aspects. I can be, um, I don't know, bro. I, I, it's a lot. I don't try to limit myself. I always learn to grow. Mm -hmm. um, I consider myself a role model to an extent yeah. only because I don't want something that I genuinely like want to do or I feel like you know what I'm saying. Like I feel like when that when you get that role model title, they put you on that pedestal. Like you, you gotta, gotta do it. Yeah. yeah, bro, that's not yeah. me. Yeah, I done made my mistakes. I done, you know what I'm saying. This shit I wasn't supposed to be doing, whatever like that. So I don't never want to give myself that light. But I feel like I'm an overall a genuine person. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I I ain't no shiesty ass snake ass nigga none of that. So. Yeah. I, I just pride myself on um, being loyal to those who've been there for me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, bro, I wanna I wanna build those bridges. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you made that move because you want to establish yourself. I made that move for the same reason. Everybody who I connected with in Atlanta is from Charleston. You know yeah. what I mean? And that was my first thing. Anybody who in Charleston, I'ma connect with first. 
because that's home yeah. you know what i'm saying and you want to bring certain shit back you know what i mean bro you be tired of yeah. having to go out you know what i mean the bigger cities or whatever like you that, see you know? better yeah we got a lot in charleston. we got a lot in charleston bro hidden gems you know what i mean and everybody talks so highly in charleston it's like bro it's a beautiful city you know what i mean we got the weather food everything else yeah. but as far as for our culture they don't cater to us all the way you know what i mean it's i feel them. like they cater to the little oyster mm-hmm. little bars and shit you gotta pay attention to people like um courtney the poet and um I got, king mr what up you know what i mean got like, boys got boys, thing, man. Man. you know what i'm saying they in georgia i'm not sure you know georgia mm-hmm. she's she's one of the poetry uh investors in soccer okay. too so i got my start in like at chilling grill the oh okay stand up poetry say my lord around yeah, <laughs> yes right. I, yeah. you know what I mean? yep. so it, it gives everybody their little platform um and then everybody don't want to be on that national level you feel yep. me some people want to be known in their city and that's cool too yep. but i just i just want to bring our city them options at the same time you know yep. what i mean because there is a lot of talent there and i don't think that just because you geeshy or some shit you can't make it that's bullshit bro there's so many accents and shit like that yeah. across the industry it's like you telling me charleston can't make because niggas nah get the fuck out of here yeah bro. yeah you know what i mean when you listen to some other artists you're like damn they damn they're close what's that, dog? Geeshy, bro. Uh, what's that dude trouble you know mm-hmm. the song she a yep. winner i said yep. what the fuck boy we got somebody yeah. charleston with this hit, hit. she a winner i want to put the whole dick in Come I said, on, I said, bro that's bro charleston got a hit i just got a hit that's all i do from atlanta yeah my, my, ah. And my brother was like, "Yeah, he been out. Trouble been out a long mm-hmm. time." Yeah, said, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah, bro. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So, um, just just to like sum your question back up, bro. Like mm-hmm. me, I'm I'm just a, a motivated black man who trying to do what the fuck he gotta do, bro. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like ain't to it. that ain't nothing to it, bro. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what avenues you want to create with music, though? In a way, I know you want to create more opportunities right. and stuff as that. Like, do you want to bring circ- your circle up, and you want to mm-hmm. be a mentor or guidance to some others who want to be in a circle up? Do you want to create like a a media platform for mm-hmm. more people to get exposed to, whatnot? Like, how yeah, bro. Like, um, mm-hmm. bro, I'm big on entrepreneurship, and my thing is, I don't want to have to create everything on my own because look at all the people who's around. That you could invest in mm-hmm. to do those things you know what i'm saying so if it is we you know what i'm saying we end up getting something that's on you know satellite radio that way everybody can hear you know yeah. what i'm saying the content we come out with or you know like the coachellas and everything yeah, like yeah. that like bro you can bring that to the city you know what i'm saying all this stuff can be created you don't have to only go out to la or go to atlanta or new york or Miami, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why Charleston is, you know, top in the country just as far as where people are vacationing. It's the history. It's the slavery history. shit. Exactly. I, I understand exactly. that. You know where I drive exactly. past number one tour city? Wow. How? <laughs> yeah, we ain't touring this shit. <laughs> we ain't. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. and, they, and they know what it was founded on, you feel me? And mm-hmm. so, um, we got to change that narrative, bro. Yeah. And there's people like you and me and everyone else who's even still in the city trying to do their thing and make a voice for a city that's voiceless in mm-hmm. the hip-hop community. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I feel like Charleston is, can, 
easily be, be a top 10, top 5 yeah. city in the game. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think when, when you got those people who go out and, and create those avenues and um, bring it back or, mm-hmm. or build that bridge from one city to the next, like exactly. you Chris was doing, um, that's, that's how you start. Like when you connect the whole South Carolina as a whole first, then it can expand. You okay. know what I'm saying? So, like Jetson. Jetson made, you know what I mean? Yep. You're from Columbia, right? Just made. Jetson made another one. I think 803. I think Jetson he made, made bro. Uh, I, I know Swift and Narrow. I'm not sure if you mm-hmm. heard of the Swift and Narrow. Yeah, I have. All right, right. he's dope. I hit him up. Then, um, ah, man. I heard I heard of Jetson made, but I haven't. Yeah, he a producer. Jesse made another one. Jetson. Jetson. That's yeah. Oh Lord, Jetson made. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah, the fuck? Bro. He mm-hmm. worked with like the baby and stuff like yeah. that. All right. Yeah. That's God. crazy. No, he's from here. I thought he's from, <laughs> oh. from here. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, bro. Hell no. That's crazy, man. Yeah, bro. I think, I think he's from 803. Okay. Yeah. Columbia, South Carolina. We ain't never know that. You never know, right? <laughs> Cause he gotta like say he, he said Justin made a no one they like he'll like shout out some Charleston Carolina some shit and Charleston that's crazy man you just never know right hey that's crazy but he doing his thing man shit you can't hear a hit track without him yeah it's hidden gems bro to Carolina bro speaking arcas people you know what I mean? know speaking like, arcas yeah yeah fuck wait cold so i like yeah. right. so how do you want to um help others internally like deeper than just music do mm-hmm. you want to like say someone went through the same tragedy that you went through mm-hmm. as a young kid yeah how could you help them out internally externally um honestly bro so i used to um work at this place called um, metanoia the youth um leadership joint back in the day and um Bro, it was over in the making and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You know how that area. I know to be up about like God tracks. I know exactly, you know, bro. Yeah, been in there. yeah, man. <laughs> and so, bro, it like the kids then will give you such an eye opening um, experience on life, yeah. bro. Because like they, they, I mean, bro. First of all, they ain't gonna open up to you off the bat. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They gotta feel you and trust you. And honestly, bro, that was probably one of the best experiences I ever had because I could put myself in their shoes and realize, you know what I'm saying, what's going on. And um, it's, it's crazy how many kids never even think of the next step. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, a lot of those kids think they just supposed to graduate high school and then start working. It's like, bro, you ever thought about college or you ever thought about um, moving out of Charleston and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Or um, they didn't even know that they were, with schools outside of Charleston for real. You know what I mean? It's so crazy that like, bruh, you getting you can um kind of change perspective for yeah. people and stuff like that, bruh. So um that was probably one of the best experiences. So bruh, like down the line I want I wanna probably do more of those like nonprofits the way Pretty that um, kids out. Yeah, man, cause some of those kids are going to school maybe to eat lunch and then we'll go to uh, yeah. the program and eat and that's all they eat you after know what i mean like go to lunch go to after school program that's have it. a little snack you, you know what I mean? yeah, you don't want to do sports because you ain't got the energy you can't focus you in class <laughs> you can't focus in class the teachers you know what i'm saying aren't trying to adjust to the new learning style a lot of these kids want to be active you know what i mean so it's like i mean i understand everybody do need to also 
you know, have the reading and writing and everything down packed mm-hmm. for sure. But the kids are bored, you know what I mean? Yeah. So how can you make something fun for them and, and get them motivated to want more in life? Yeah. Like, bro, we had kids that was going through all types of stuff, bro. Like, it was one little girl, night before her birthday, people ran in the crib, murdered her cousin. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? She only like 10 years old, you know what I mean? And it, bro, it's real out here, man. And mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of people don't don't see is because um people are out here going through real life situations you know what i mean at a mm-hmm. young age and stuff like that too so that goes back to what i was saying at the beginning of the interview is like but at the end of the day how can i complain mm-hmm. you know what i mean because it's always something more always right it's always something that could have went more left or, or turned or whatever like that mm-hmm. so no matter how life plays out for me in my mind i'm like i'm blessed yeah. You know, from the jump. Could have easily been dead. Seven years old. Yeah. So every day after that, it is what thinking. it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, it's like uh cause I I went to uh this program, you know, mm-hmm. back to green. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like garden right in the middle of the hood. I right. didn't know about so we went with the kids, plant little like plant stuff, teach them about like garden, agriculture mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they'll they'll look they'll look at you. <laughs> At first, you know, like, you know, try to figure, figure you out. Right. Yeah. Figure you out. They do, bit. bro. And, you know, these kids, like, the, the doors wide open in the uh, apartments. Mm-hmm. Some apartments got no doors. Got little curtains and shit. Right. It's like, this can't be real. Right. We're right next to the Citadel. Ain't no money ain't helping you helping this community out, bro. Right, <laughs> right across. Yeah. Making money. Exactly. Because that's, yeah. I think that's when I met Ralph. I'm not sure you know Ralph from Burke. When he was playing football, that's Bert, familiar, bro. you know, Sydney, them boys, mm-hmm. Ralph and yep. all of them. All right, mm-hmm. so that's that was his community. So okay. he was helped out in that area too. So that's that's just crazy, yeah. man. Right, it's it's so crazy how um, I feel like the black community is is looked at in our city, bro, or or even taken care of. Um, you know, went downtown. I want to say went around Christmas time and mm-hmm. changed. You know what I mean? I yeah. just be looking like, damn. Like you can see it, the gentrification, bro. Especially on the east side, like oh uh, yeah. But you said the new the new apartments they building, mm-hmm. I think right right down the street from uh, Church's Chicken. Mm-hmm. On the left yep, side, on the left side. Yep. <laughs> I said, what the hell? That yep. <laughs> three like a couple thousand dollars a month, whatever stay there. I said, man, nobody going. Who can afford that? Exactly. Hey. Yeah, man, it's a plan. Okay, so tell everyone how they can uh. How you can be reached if someone mm-hmm. wanna uh, is going through what you went through? Do you they need someone to talk to, uh-huh. or uh, your Instagram, social media, stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, you know, just um, uh, shout that out. Man, my my Instagram, all my stuff is the same. Learn my lingo: L E A R N M Y L I N G O. Um, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I actually made that up probably like my senior <laughs> year of high school, <laughs> and it just stuck. Bro, yeah. I like all right, I like that. And everything, but um, yeah, I can be contacted through there. I check my DMs every day, whatever, like that. So, um, music is on Apple Music, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, Tidal, every streaming platform, bro. Taught myself all of that stuff. Like, yeah. I don't have no management or nothing like that. Just do everything on my own, try to make sure I learn the game because then when that big time come, you, you can't come to me, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's bro. true. So I try to learn the ins and outs for sure. So, okay. and do anybody like say a kid that don't have Instagram or mm-hmm. adult that don't is there an email address they can reach you by? Yeah, um, realmarcomusic at gmail.com. 
Okay. Yes, there sir. it is. I appreciate you coming for the show. Yes, sir. All Thank you for having me. ATL. Yeah. Easy. Eight for three, boy. Thank you. I'ma get rich. I'ma finesse. Drop every bitch. Streets keep on talking. The city, they love me. The young niggas told me my music is shit. Somebody bring the Hummer back. Man, I'm trying to sound like baby. In my bag on the daily. More local for the ladies. Real vibes. Real shit. Real stories. Come get a bite at the Lunch Me Podcast.